0: Hello, and welcome to episode seven, and happy almost Thanksgiving. Today, I am here with photographer Colin Pearson, who also happens to be my husband, and he is keeping me company during this episode while Akeshi is working on some really incredible things. So we send her our love, and of course, we say, hello, Colin. Hello, Colin. (laughs) We are coming to you today from Florence, Italy. Uh, We are here celebrating our friends and family. We have a couple of work opportunities Uh, Really just so happy to be here after, you know, not being able to come for two years, which is kind of the perfect uh, segue into this week's episode, which, as you know, is coinciding with Thanksgiving. And we are here talking about the science of gratitude and the art of mindfulness today and why all of that is so important and the impact it can have on us. So if you're ready, let's uh, grab a turkey leg and uh,
1: dive right in. What do you think?
2: I love turkey legs. (laughs)
1: Hi, friends, and welcome to the Art of Celebrating podcast, where we discuss the science and art of a curated celebration. I'm Akeshi Kinshaya, wedding and event planner, floral and event designer, author, speaker, lifestyle expert, and CEO of Cash Events. And I'm Michelle de Petty, Chicago-based wedding planner with
0: over 20 years experience in the industry, a restaurant owner, amateur equestrian,
1: speaker, published author, and owner of Michelle de Petty Events. And we are your hosts. For decades, we've planned and designed all kinds of celebrations from weddings to showers, holiday parties, and galas all over the world. And we're excited to bring you expert tips, advice, and great conversations in all things celebrations, plus amazing conversations with other experts in the wedding and events industry. After years of curating luxury
0: events and experiences, we are now sitting down to dish with you on all the ins and outs of building a beautiful,
1: layered, celebratory experience that tantalizes all the senses. If you love a good party, then this podcast is for you. So subscribe and
0: invite a friend. You are in for a treat. (laughs)
2: Welcome back, everyone. Benvenuti. Is that right?
0: I think so. Well, I mean, it's close enough. Okay.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Perfetto. Yes. Uh, so, we're going to talk today about uh, the ways that gratitude can help improve our lives and why being mindful makes all the difference. And boy, am I grateful. Uh, I'm in Italy and I'm able to see all the beautiful things here, do a little bit of work here, uh, eat all the prosciutto and sandwiches and all of the delicious meats that are here.
0: Yeah, Colin's main gratitude is for his seven meals a day, I think, this time this trip.
2: Pork products (laughs) are key. And uh, also like all the delicious wines. Uh, I can't forget that. So I'm grateful for many things.
0: (laughs) Right, well, yes, and I agree. However, actual research Beyond the research you're doing on the pork products and the wine and, and all of that. and the Lots pasta. of research. L- lo- lots. lots of research, yes. But r- research is now showing that gratitude can actually improve well-being. It can increase resilience, strengthen social relationships, reduce stress and depression as well. It's really funny. It's kind of common sense, except it's not so common. But studies are now beginning to show that the more grateful people are, the greater their overall well being and life satisfaction is. So, grateful people have a greater capacity for joy and positive emotions. And I think this is something right now in our industry. I think this is, we're sort of at an interesting point, you and I, right? Because we've been through some really stressful stuff this year. Last year and a half between the restaurant being in the situation that it was in and then, of course, being a part of the wedding industry and celebrations being on hold. There was a really sort of limited capacity for joy and positive emotions because there was so much stress. So now that we're in a place, a happy place, literally and figuratively, Italy is always a happy place for us. Our family here is a happy place for us we are so much more open and feeling so good. So we are sort of proving exactly the research we're talking about. Yeah, it's
2: not bad at all. I mean, it's it's Italy. We've made it through a good chunk of this pandemic with all of our limbs intact. Uh, you know, it, I'm grateful for that.
0: So Colin, you're right. You know, we have all been through a lot. We've managed to come through. An extraordinarily intense wedding season and event season. Those of us in the industry, um, fellow creatives who are listening, clients, celebrants, as Akeshi likes to say, which is a word I love, who are also listening, have been through a really intense time.
2: Yeah. How many? How many weddings did you do? What was that? What was your? You had a really interesting ratio of weeks to weddings.
0: Mm. Personally, I don't like to relive those numbers (laughs) because they because they're very different than what I normally do. But I will say this: um, I think the amount, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, so feel free to go back to those and re-listen. But in essence, you know the the condensing of uh, 2020 and 21 into essentially four months um, is what happened to me. So I had all of my clients from two years within four months. And it was really intense. It was intense for the grooms and the brides and their families and for the creatives involved. And it's really nice to be at a time in the year where gratitude and happiness and togetherness sort of reflecting back is par for the course. And I think for us, in general as human being people gratitude is something we're all capable of but not necessarily something we think about the way we do around this time of the year sometimes we need a little reminder or a little convincing to practice gratitude so for me and you know this because you see me do this gratitude is a two-way street so i can be grateful for something show my gratitude for it and then also receive gratitude in return. So like from the family and team at the restaurant or clients, like it's really nice when it's this reciprocal kind of process. It's a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think the nice thing about that is when you're in the practice of gratitude, uh, you realize how much you have to be happy about. And I think that that really sets you on a different course for the day. And so I love this time of year specifically this week for that reason. I know you love it for the food.
2: <laughs> turkey is delicious. Turkey. You mentioned turkey legs and now all I can think about is the the smoked turkey legs at like the the summer festivals because yes that immediately entered my brain and boy those are delicious.
0: Well, speaking about your brain and brains in general, did you know that one of the biggest Discoveries recently with regards to practicing gratitude is that it has the capacity to change and strengthen the brain in remarkably positive ways. One of the main, Did not wo- know that, <laughs> yeah. When you practice gratitude, what happens is it strengthens uh, the connection you have with other people, and it's an acknowledgement that something meaningful has happened, and you are putting that out into the world in an open-hearted, deliberate recognition of generosity. And that makes you better, which is, which is really cool. It's
2: like a little brain workout.
0: Yeah. With heart, with soul, sure, with gratitude, which is really good. So, you know, I think, um, for me, I, this is what I'm no pun intended. <laughs> this is what I'm most grateful for this year is being able to have these kinds of moments where I look back and realize how far we've come and that I have the gratitude that I do. So, um, Colin, let's talk a little bit about, from your point of view, uh, why gratitude is important with regards to not taking, practicing the art of not taking things for granted, right? So let's talk a little bit about that.
2: So I think, you know, it's uh, it's kind of like this mental exercise that has to be cultivated intentionally. And if you are willing to do that, that can be a huge 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 asset
0: oh absolutely
2: you know it, it really reinforces the the generosity of a giver uh, and and from the receiver as well mm-hmm. so it's it's it is that two-way street mm-hmm. and when there's this open kind of d- display of of gratitude in our relationships whether they be personal or professional uh, People are more likely to repeat that process down the road. It's kind of like one guy, you know, gives a guy a sandwich. Well, then the guy that got the sandwich gives a, you know, I don't know, a two Ferrari or whatever, yeah. two sandwiches or whatever, or a Ferrari, whatever. So it's good passing. It's a good habit that you pass on, and uh, you know, it can it can be kind of exponential in a way. And uh, the, the effect of this is not only from person to person, but can, it can have this ripple effect, which is really, really wonderful across the world. And so for all you out there, you know, if you go into your community and your relationships and you uh, work on providing gratitude and, and showing gratitude, uh, it can have a ripple effect that can all converge on, you know, some sort of level across the world.
0: Absolutely. And you bring up a good point, working on gratitude. So how do you do that? Somebody out there may be asking, how do I work on gratitude? Keep a journal. Every day, write down three things that you're grateful for, whether or not it's at the end of the day, or beginning your day with three things to be grateful for. I like to do it at the end of the day. This is something, especially when I'm in a difficult period in my life, I really force myself and it might be stupid things like I'm grateful for this. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich today. It isn't necessarily what I'm grateful for. It's the practice of sitting down with myself and reminding myself that today was not a wash. It was not a loss. It was not entrenched in negative. That there were points in the day for which I can say thank you. And I think that's really important to keep in mind. Yeah,
2: and I mean, if 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 you're like me and you don't like to write things down, you know, you just if you just kind of go over in your head a little bit, then. Almost like that's a, also like, like a in, mental yeah, exercise, or yeah, or a
0: meditative state.
2: Or you could get fancy and call it a meditative mm-hmm. state, absolutely.
0: And there's even apps now on your phone, and there's very, there's so many different ways that you can practice gratitude. The easiest way is to write stuff down. We know you don't write stuff down. That's why you forget so much. Heyo. <laughs>
2: I do mm-hmm. forget things.
0: Mm-hmm. The The thing we're talking about, though, is that this practice, what it does is it allows you the chance to clean out negative feelings. It's impossible, in, in my opinion, it's really hard to feel grateful and negative at the same time. See, and that's what I love about gratitude is it reduces negativity. The more space gratitude is allowed to take up, the more it will expand itself and make room for more positive emotions. And this is a really great this is a really great reference because I say this a lot to my wedding clients when I'm planning an event. I say a wedding is like a sponge and it will take up as much room as you allow it. Gratitude is the same way, but in a different way. So when I'm referring to talking about wedding planning, I say that to my clients for them to be cautious and make the investment in a wedding planner to help manage the sponge and manage the time with regards to gratitude. You want that sponge to expand and take up as much space as possible in your life because that's when you're eliminating all of the negative, which I think is a really important thing and will just be a healthier state of existence, right? Yeah.
2: Don't we all want to have just a healthier state of existence yeah. about now?
0: Less toxic feelings, more good feelings. Yeah. Absolutely. Like after the last
2: few years of uh, you know, a lot of different things. Having that is that's a pretty positive thing. Yeah
0: what is something this year so all joking aside what is something this year that you are grateful for
2: um besides pork products yes no okay in all seriousness oh okay yes, all right yeah well that was in all serious no well,
0: okay. okay people don't necessarily want to know about your love of pork so okay. what is something all right. other than that that you're grateful
2: for charcuterie and salami okay. no no not okay. food all right yeah um
0: do you all see what i have to deal with here yeah
2: okay gratitude right so i think you know one of the the immense things that i am grateful for this year is that you know coming into the restaurant and working in the restaurant i have gained a, an, an, a almost like an extended family of sorts that you know has been really really wonderful i um you know i, I come from a very very small family i, I have a very small family you know I, my, my mom my dad my grandmother uh, and my brother, my sister-in-law, and my little baby nephew, and that's it. Uh, and so. one on the way. And one on the way. Yeah. So for them, for, not us. Yeah, for them, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kyle and Courtney are, are having their second baby, due in April, and I'm so ex- I'm so thrilled about that. So if Courtney's listening, keep kicking ass. Uh, and uh, you know, so you're grateful for the extended family from the restaurant. I am very grateful for that. Because it's something that um, was a unintentional side effect of coming into that fold, which has been really, really
0: wonderful. What does it bring you in your life that make you that makes you feel grateful about it?
2: Because it's it's a it's a community that is not necessarily on like a very cellular unit. You know, there's there's some coming and going. People don't work all the time. You know, but when they when you come back, um, you know, it's like oh, we missed you. You know, and and there is that them that camaraderie and that um and that ability to to have relationships that everybody is kind of working towards the same common goals of providing really good food and really good service and also at the same time succeeding professionally in this industry you know we Really are just all focused on that one item, and we it's been really fun, really fun when it. we do. And it. we have a blast. yeah, it's a really fun environment. So, um it's been something that I've been very grateful for this year. Let me ask the same question. What are you grateful for this year?
0: My list is long. My list of things that I'm grateful for is long.
2: Great. So I gave you one and Mm -hmm. now I'm going to look. Don't worry. (laughs) I'm going to come back at you. Don't worry. Um,
0: my, my list is long. I would say this. I'm grateful for the relationships in my life that I've had this year that have really come into sharp focus in very deep, profound, meaningful ways. I definitely think my circle got smaller. But my relationships grew deeper. So my friendship with Akeshi, for example, my friendship with Allie, Erin, all of my best girlfriends that live here in Italy, you know, uh, Caitlin Shields, who takes care of my horses and is like another, a sister to me. These these people and the team at the restaurant, Um, you, the people who, Chris Robolo, all of these names, that are such a huge part of my life that, you know, I'm always talking about on my various social media channels, as well as in life in general, these relationships have been the foundation of the structure that I leaned on all year.
2: Well, when the, when the tough, when things got tough, the tough got going, you know, I mean, it It was, it really was, it was something all hands on deck.
0: Yeah. And it certainly, I think the last year and a half for me personally are, are not, are not places that I would ever want to go back to visit, um, but I'm not ungrateful that I went. It wasn't necessarily my choice, but I am But I have gratitude for the time that I spent there because what it taught me was that my friends are my rocks and creatively in the wedding industry, um, across the board, as a restaurateur, as an equestrian, as a wife, those relationships when I was not able to find gratitude in a day, and there were many days where I couldn't write anything down, not even the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and someone in that group, if it was you or Keshi, Chris, Ali, whoever it might have been, um, sent me a message, just kind of inherently knowing like, hey, checking on you, or hey, let's do this, or let's, you know. And the value of people, good people in my life, I think for me, is probably the thing that I am so incredibly, profoundly grateful for. Those relationships that are deeply, deeply um, important and personal to me. My best girlfriends in Italy calling me every day. We spoke every day for months. And that was huge. Um, And it made our relationship stronger. Being here now, there's such joy in spending time together. And so... I'm really grateful for that. I'm of course really grateful. You already mentioned the team at the restaurant. I'm really grateful for the amount of effort that they have put in. They have thrown their hearts and souls and and blood and guts into uh, cultivating, protecting, and managing and celebrating the legacy that my grandfather Gene and my parents, you know, Mary and Tony have, have left now to us, uh, and that they've done a. a bang-up job of protecting, a brilliant job of celebrating Um, from Cristiano to Sal to Yanni to Jessica to Angelo and, uh, you know, Jeremy, everybody in between, Marissa, those people, I smile every day at work. I may not smile all day, every day at work, but I smile every day at work. Um, And so that's something, again, it's all about people. So for me, I think what fundamentally removes the negative from my life And really replaces it with this positivity are those relationships. So that's something I'm, I'm profoundly, profoundly grateful for.
2: You know, it's interesting. So a year ago, basically right now. uh, We didn't know necessarily what was going to happen in the next X number of weeks, as far as the shutdown in Chicago. Events were not happening. Events were not happening. Indoor dining was closed. Indoor dining closed down. We had, you know hardly any money to yeah, decorate, no, no federal funding no federal funding uh and and i remember that um uh good uh, a good friend of yours derek of ours uh, of ours yeah uh derek wrangled troops to come out to gina Giorgetti mm-hmm. and actually decorate mm-hmm. and uh it fellow was event creatives event and creatives colleagues. yep florists planners you know makeup artists makeup artists K. johnson was singers mm-hmm. you know amy uh, yeah magazine professionals yeah. you know i mean uh you know these people came out to help out uh even brought their kids which is pretty mm-hmm. awesome yeah um and uh it was the greatest gift to um the gene and Giorgetti family to spread that kind of holiday cheer and that, and that's that's something we can show gratitude for but that was a year ago yes almost to the to the time frame now I'm so glad you brought that up because
0: Derek really has been such a light in the industry in Chicago in terms of giving his heart and soul to so many who are in need so I'm so glad that you said that because it is so worth saying um again going back to the value of those relationships he's definitely in that very small circle that I count so so dear to me so I'm glad that you said that um and I think that every one of us I'm sure those of you listening have had similar experiences this year where a certain relationship has really sustained you or an act of kindness has really touched you deeply, deeply in your heart. And um, I think that's what's for a lot of people going to change, fundamentally change Thanksgiving. Do you remember last year at this time, everyone talked about, well, Thanksgiving's going to be a little different this year. It's not going to be like nor- quote unquote normal years. Everyone, a lot of people are taking food out because it can't be with family and blah, blah, blah. Here we are now a year later. You know, people are able to eat inside. So many people are vaccinated, slowly moving through, you know, ups and downs and surges and not surges, you know, and whatever, whatever's going on in everyone's individual lives. But I think the common denominator is a lot of us are going into Thanksgiving with a different understanding and application of gratitude.
2: Well, we also have had a a year to process what all of us are going through. In a pandemic. Yeah,
0: I'm going to need many more years to uh, yeah. process. <laughs> many
2: more years and many more bottles of wine or yeah, yeah. bourbon or whatever. But Which uh, isn't
0: everyone's solution. No. no. Just <laughs> happens to be ours. Just,
2: uh, just, yeah. <laughs>
0: We're not judging. Yep. It's
2: just delicious, that's all. Um, but, you know, it, it, we have had that time to process, and that's something to be... To be uh, being grateful is also processing what is actually taking place or maybe what has taken place. And so that's something important to keep in mind as you're, as you're starting to kind of evaluate how you're able to be grateful and express that gratitude as well. So processing is, is totally normal, you know,
0: valid, super valid point. And here's why. So when you're talking about processing and applying and all of that, that has to do with mindfulness. And so one of the things that we talked about in the introduction was, you know, we were going to talk about the science of gratitude and the art of mindfulness. So now we've kind of talked a little bit about the science of gratitude and how you know, and how that's impacting the brain in positive ways and research is being done. Now that's kind of proving that. So mindfulness is such an interesting, the art of being mindful. So meta. Yeah, but I like it. Like I'm in, I'm feeling it right. Very meta. Because to be mindful if you google the definition which i did for the sake of this podcast so i'm citing google as my source here um being to be mindful is the basic human ability to be fully present to be aware of where we are and what we're doing not overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's going on around us like let that sink in to be mindful right it is the basic human ability to be fully present aware of where we are and what we're doing to not overly react or find ourselves overwhelmed by what's going on around us.
2: Whoa. Yeah.
0: And when you pair that,
2: that's some Dalai Lama stuff. It is,
0: it is, but it's when you pair it with then the practice of gratitude, right? And you say to yourself, okay, I am going to be fully present in my practice of finding things to be grateful for. I'm going to be aware of where I am in this moment and find in this moment what I have to be grateful for. What's going on in the world around me isn't necessarily going to shake my practice of finding gratitude. So the art of mindfulness with the science of gratitude becomes this one-two punch of really putting yourself in your own mind in a positive place.
2: Well, it's also, it doesn't have to be like these earth shattering and shaking Pieces of mindfulness or gratitude. It can be little tick boxes, you know, you know, whatever it may be. Oh, my coffee is perfect ratio between cream and sugar today. Or I'm I'm grateful for the checkout guy at the grocery store. Exactly. I think when we put my chips on top of the bag, you know,
0: absolutely. And I think when we talk about these things, I always like to give the example or provide the visual of like a mosaic. So a mosaic is many hundreds, sometimes thousands of little pieces that come together and become a whole. Yes. So you don't need one giant, deep, profound, massive practice of gratitude, thing you are grateful for, person you show gratitude to. It can be a thousand little acts. It can be a hundred little things that ultimately will add up to your practice and help you focus on being mindfully grateful. And I think that's really important. And it can be something as simple as this lovely checkout person, put my chips on top. I will not have crumbly chips because I know it's a huge thing for you. It's one of the worst. It's one of the worst. And that is something you are eternally grateful for. Absolutely. It does go back to food. We're seeing a running theme here.
2: I'm food motivated.
0: You are. You're like the horses. The horses are very food motivated. I'm also, They like
2: bananas. Yeah, I'm also super grateful. They also like Guinness. Mm-hmm, they do. Fun fact.
0: Uh, I They do. Um, I'm also really grateful for them, by the way. I think, and there's probably a, a lot of listeners out there. I hope there are a lot of listeners out there. And within those lot of listeners, I hope there's a lot of people who can identify with what I'm about to say. Animals, my my four-legged family, my horses, my dogs, the amount of love and nurturing and just calm that they brought to my life always, but in the past year is something I'm also profoundly grateful for. And like my horses have this incredible ability. You want to talk about mindfulness. They always know where they are. They're always in the moment. They teach me to be very in the moment. And they're very, they're very able to understand what goes on around them, where they are, what's happening. I, I love learning these kinds of things from my family members that aren't necessarily human because I learned so much from them in these processes. So I know that sounds a little, sounds a little loopy. It's not loopy, but they're like, you know, they're my pals. They're
2: your four legged friends.
0: Yeah. So, and I think, you know, getting back to what we're talking about with mindfulness, it is something that we all naturally possess, be it starting in small steps or being a little bit deeper. And again, there are apps that you can use just like the breathe app. Or practicing calm or learning to write down things. I think that's the name
2: of another app. It is. Yeah. Calm.
0: Writing down things you're grateful for or walking outside and looking around and just loving that you're in a beautiful space. I've done that 25 times this week.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, and also like, you know, we as event professionals spend a lot of times looking at technology screens, whether it's an iPhone or a computer. For sure, as a photographer. As Filmmaker. a photographer, like all the all the photographers and filmmakers out there are literally right now in, in the deep. I mean, even in Italy, I'm working here literally for hours a day every day to get the backlog of work done. We're, we're working at a pace that is just unnatural. So those times when we can actually peel ourselves away from our screens, and not necessarily look at social media or do those things and just be present in in the places that we are whether it's in our living room or in, in the a sunshine in the sunshine i love
0: being in the sunshine
2: in florida or in a piazza here in in mm-hmm. in florence you know those are things that are really helpful to being mindful and having the awareness
0: i also think too when you step away it helps you learn the art of being mindful and pair it with the science of practicing gratitude. What's a contrast? Well, what do I mean by that? Here's what I mean by it. Just like your bicep, your brain is a muscle. Just like repetition builds strength and consistency with a weight or running or endurance, whatever it is you're trying to achieve physically, When we're talking about mindfulness and gratitude it's the same concept so the more you make the effort step outside take a moment stay inside and take a moment whatever the case may be the more you make time to do that the easier it gets the more you'll be inclined to do it and then all of a sudden you have these habits
2: it'll become second nature yes
0: and these ways of Really making this a practice you're doing on a daily basis that then contributes immensely to your overall well-being and your wellness.
2: It's like in the morning. I I like I'm very much watch obsessed. And what I'm the I
0: thought for a second you were going to say you were a morning person, and I was about to be like, please stop recording. No, (laughs)
2: Um, I'm not saying that. No, you would not. But. i I do love watches and so one of the things i love to do is and a lot of my watches are watches that automatically wind themselves but also one of the things that really i enjoy Ah. is is unscrewing the crown on one of my watches and winding it in the morning and it's literally that 20 seconds of just concentrating on that one little thing Mm -hmm. making sure i don't screw it up first of all um kind of focuses yourself yeah and it's kind of one of those habitual things and and i think being mindful and having gratitude is habitual, um, kind of like chewing gum or whatever. Uh, you know, it, it becomes a habit. I like to water
0: plants in the morning. That's my quiet time. There you go. Mm-hmm.
2: Same kind of thing. I like so, when the
0: light hits the plants because we face south at home, right? And I love all that light that comes in. I love that. Yeah. That's so my like, morning. When you're winding, I'm watering. <laughs> perfect.
2: So like you know, if if you if you are able to provide that habitual. Um, Kind of pathway to becoming more grateful and more mindful um, that muscle memory comes into play as well, and at the end of the day you're gonna you're gonna end up compounding the amount that you're able to provide others and yourself as well. Okay, so
0: concluding. I wanna say one thing as we conclude our conversation about gratitude and mindfulness. Sure. I read this when I was researching a little bit about this and I love this. It said so there are two kinds of people in the world. Those who wave to thank people who let them into traffic and those who do not wave to thank those who let them in. So like when you're trying to get in a lane, are you Oh yeah, in the rear view? Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yeah. I know. So what you're are saying. you a waiver? Yeah.
0: I'm like a roll the window down, need to make eye contact, give me your address so I can send you a thank you note. I'm not gonna
2: roll the window down, yeah. but I'm gonna, I'm gonna like in the rear view. Are you though? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah.
0: Cause I've seen how you drive.
2: It's pretty terrible, but I always, I always, I mean, put I wouldn't a say terrible. Away. I
0: would say it's aggressively forward.
2: It's very Italian.
0: Sure. I'm definitely a thinker. I'm a waiver, right? Okay. So what it says is that each of these types of people invite their own response from the world. Gratitude shows that we're good to be in a relationship with, that we appreciate certain things in life without expecting them, and it reinforces generous behavior. So ultimately, practicing gratitude reinforces generosity from the giver and from the receiver. So basically, you're creating this beautiful two-way street of giving thanks, which brings us back to why we're talking about giving thanks. Which is Thanksgiving, which is happening Thursday. So Colin Pearson, what are you really excited
2: to eat on Thursday? Well, all of it. What's I'm, your
0: favorite Thanksgiving thing?
2: So I actually love so one of my favorite things to I'm a I'm a huge fan of stuffing because you could put it on a sandwich, you can you can put it in a pan and fry it up the next day. Oh, yeah. I'm all about the leftovers.
0: You love the experimenting with leftovers. Yeah. yeah like my, my
2: Thanksgiving sandwiches are pretty epic. Mm-hmm. But also, I really love, and I've always been a cook on Thanksgiving. So I'm, I'm always in, in the kitchen doing things. Um, but I always love uh, my cranberry sauce, which comes, I was going to say that. Well, it comes from my mother.
0: It's such uh, a good
2: It's her recipe. props to jam
0: because that recipe is majorly delicious. It doesn't
2: come out of a can. Nope. Uh, it doesn't my like mom, jiggle.
0: I thought, I thought cranberry juice was the shape of like a log and that you could slice it with a knife because that's what my mom bought at Jewel every year. Got it. Mm-hmm. And you'd take a can opener and then poop and out it would come and you'd slice it. And it wasn't until I learned from you that you actually know how to make with the orange juice and the whole yep so
2: it's one Mm. part orange juice one part sugar and then your bag of cranberries and And all the love and uh, a little secret in there too which i'm not going to divulge but um it's so good it's citrusy it's bright and you can literally slather it on any part of the meal and it's still delicious
0: okay so you're gonna go with cranberry sauce
2: i'm gonna go with stuffing and cranberry sauce
0: Okay, so my favorite thing to eat on Thanksgiving is not anything to do with Thanksgiving. (laughs) In my family, yes, my mother would always make a beautiful turkey. Her stuffing was always next level. Um, And you know, I talked about the weird canned cranberry situation, but we would always have like fettuccine with Bolognese. We always had a pasta course prior. And that was my favorite because I'm a pasta girl. And what I'm really excited about this year is being here in Italy now I'm going to blend in on Thanksgiving when I eat my pasta. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, We have some really amazing American friends that are out here. A few actually just moved back uh, with their little boy and a couple have been living here already for a while. And it's been really great watching them like source turkey uh, here in Florence and seeing what they're going to be doing to celebrate Thanksgiving. So I hope that you all are going to have Wherever it is that you are and whomever it is you are with, I hope that you will be able to absorb the moment that you are in, be present and really appreciate it and find a whole plethora, a cornucopia, Thanksgiving reference. I see what you did there. Thank you. uh, Of things to be grateful for and great food to eat and people to spend the day with. Um, And I hope that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and all the titles that come with it bring you all the great sales and Giving Tuesday and all the wonderful stuff.
2: Yeah, let's not forget about Giving Tuesday. That's my favorite one. I think this year, especially after the, mm. after the storm of,
0: well, supporting local is so important. Yeah, you know, I'm really proud. Of the restaurant this year, there are three different ways that we are feeding those who otherwise would be without. So- yeah. You know, we have turkeys going to Habsaba, which is Habsaba uh, Children's Home in Oak yes. Park.
2: Catholic Charities.
0: Catholic Charities. And then we're working with um, an organization in Chicago that's going to help feed um, women who uh, who are at risk, um, which is going to be a really great. And I'll talk more about that um, at a different, in a different time when I have a little more information on it, because um, it's just a new that came in today. Cool. So but we're going to yeah, I'm really excited about what we're doing there. And I think um, in conclusion. Happy Turkey Day to all.
2: Happy Turkey Day.
0: Right. In Italian, in Italian, we call Thanksgiving il giorno or la festa di ringraziamento. So it is the day of gratitude. Thanksgiving. Right. So wishing all of you all of the delicious and all of the gratitude. Uh I think in conclusion, what we'll say is I wish for you this week that you can mindfully choose to find the good to extend gratitude, to embrace all the lessons in life, and let that be what Thanksgiving is about for all of us this year. So what do you think?
2: I think that's pretty solid. Cheers. Cheers.
0: We should go probably grab a aperitivo in piazza.
2: Yep. Okay. All right.
0: And remember, folks, if you like our podcast, be sure to subscribe. Please leave us a review. You know, the reviews are really important. Huge. Mm-hmm. So you can find us all the places where you find podcasts like Spotify and Apple and all of those things. Go ahead and subscribe so you know when we have a new episode. and Feel free to leave us a review if you get a chance. We love the kind words. So happy Thanksgiving, husband.
2: Happy Thanksgiving, wife. Let's cue the fancy music now. (laughs)
1: Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you loved today's show, it'll mean a lot to us. If you subscribe on Apple podcast and leave a five-star rating and review and take a screenshot and share on social media and tag us at M events and cash events. See you next week.